Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Never a doubt this morning. Never a doubt. Johnny Fever behind the board today as uh, Rogue's off. Never an issue. We're back. Seamless. You you knew. Not with Johnny. Don't need to worry. Johnny is on the spot. Do your job and quit making stuff. Right, that's right. Go ahead, drink this up, Johnny. Right, Let this thing breathe. Come on. You come and go. You come and go. <laughs> this is a good text. This is a, good, this is a great text. Mm-hmm. I like this. Just came in. Guys, I struggle every day to get up in time to be driving by 6 a.m., but not Fridays because I can't believe I want to hear that stupid song. <laughs> You're welcome. Boom. You're you welcome. are welcome. Happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> that yeah. voice that voice you hear right now is uh, that of Mark Schlereth. And, Mark, I do think that you need to take this moment to... Uh, issue an apology to all the great 6 a.m. listeners, the best of the bunch here on the fan by far, mm-hmm. because uh, you abandoned them uh, this true. week, Monday it's through true. Thursday, to be off in New York City doing national television work for FS1. Yes. And uh, yes. the 6 a.m. listeners missed you. Yeah. Well, you know, doing a, the national television show for FS1, do not pass this along to my bosses at FS1. I actually drop in the number of people who hear me <laughs> from, from, from this show to the TV show. But still, you know, uh, still struggling to find their footing. I mean, yeah, but you know, the thing is, is that I'm a good employee, and when they beg you to come out, uh-huh. every now and again, you got to give them a, a bone. Yeah, sure. You know, I hear you. So it's good to be back. Thank you, 6 a.m. listeners, for uh, putting up with me. I appreciate you, and I apologize for not being here for you. And thanks to uh, Matt with 1T Smith, who did a great job mm-hmm. filling in uh, for the 6 uh, six. <laughs> that was kind of a tough assignment. Hey, listen, uh, you want to be part of the morning show for a little while? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, four days? Sure. Yeah. Is, an, is an hour okay? Yeah, yeah sure. What hour is it? Uh, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> 6 a.m. <laughs> Oh, Matt's up anyhow. Matt is a... He's a hard charger. Yeah, he is a hard charger. He is a hard charger. So it's a uh, Is It Just Me Friday giving you the chance to, well, just get stuff off your chest that's uh, built up over the course of the week. Your frustration with Mark for not being here, if that's part of it. But it could be about anything. So much going on from the uh, the Broncos to the, the, the Nuggets, the Avs. Um, college hoops, I, su- I suppose if you have a thought or two on the Rockies... They'll be starting up here pretty Pitchers soon. Pitchers and catchers pretty soon. I know, I know. Uh, you remember how, how you usually just look, used to look forward to pitchers and yes. catchers? Yes. I did too. I did too. But tonight it didn't happen. Yeah, tonight it's <laughs> not going to happen. Tonight it didn't happen. No, it's no, not. No, it no. is not. Very, very low expe- expectations for your team, bud. Very low. Mm. Very low. But, uh, hey, summertime at Coors, right? Nothing bad. Oh, that's a, hey. Ballpark's the star. Ballpark is the Great star. Great cash, homie. Ballpark is the star. And, of course, it could be about uh, the Super Bowl, uh, whatever you want. By the way, way, one of my producers loves to go to different baseball stadiums that he hasn't been to back in at Fox. Okay. He's a younger kid. Yeah. 
And he's like, he didn't say, man, I can't wait to go see the Rockies play. He said, I can't wait to go see Coors Field. It's on my list this summer <laughs> some, at one of the stadiums I want to get to. Yeah. Ballpark's a star. Right. Ballpark is the star. Well, it's a, uh, again, is it just me Friday? So uh, give it to us in the form of, uh, is it just me? And on the Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. We like opinion. We like humor. We like uh, snark. I'll, I'll start with one, if I may. Uh, is it just me or Jamal Murray not getting named to the All-Star team is the best thing possible for the Nuggets and Nugget fans? Oh, I like that, right? Just from a motivational standpoint, a stay-hungry standpoint, and, you know, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, we get no respect standpoint. Yeah, I, I, I do like that. Yeah, because the All-Star game, I think more, being an All-Star in the NBA, I, I think is more important than any other major sport. Even even the Pro Bowl, even making the Pro Bowl, for guys, mm-hmm. I think being an all-star in the NBA is ranks way up there, probably higher than it should. And the fact that Jamal Murray has never been an all-star, I, I, I would think bugs him. And for somebody who I think really loves to rise to the occasion in the big right, moments, right, right, right. having this as an added chip to go out there and show that, okay, I don't get to play in your silly all-star game, but... Uh, you're all going to be home watching me in the finals. Here's what I love. Watching me take oh, yeah. over games I, in the fourth I, I, quarter. I'm 100% on board with you, and here's what I love. The fact that Jamal Murray and the guys on this team aren't worried, in my mind, about all-star appearances. Because there's no question that Jamal Murray would be an all-star if he played the way the rest of the NBA plays. Yeah, and just try to take games over sure. and be selfish and not be team. And this team would not be nearly as good as it is. And so, you know, it goes back to the old Tom Brady when uh, he walks in the locker room and some guy is, I think it was Gerard Mayo, may, it may have been Mayo, who was all moping because he had a great year and he didn't make the Pro Bowl. And Tom Brady just lit into him. Like, you think, you think I play this game to make the Pro? Uh, we're playing this game for a championship ring. Like, pick your head up and quit whining. I I love it. I love it. Good. Good. So, we're off and uh, rolling. Again, that's an example of what we're looking for. Uh, is it just me? And uh, coming up, I got an is it just me. Did we see an ulterior motive Ooh. in the way that the NHL All-Star team was picked yesterday? One specific team. Tell you the details next. You use your cell phone for a lot of things. But you shouldn't have to use it for everything. You deserve reliable home internet that fits your life and your budget. And right now, Internet Essentials Plus from Xfinity is free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. Get unlimited data and equipment included with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com free to see if you qualify. Restrictions apply. After program participation ends, Comcast standard charges, taxes, and fees apply. May not be combined with other offers. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. Well, breaking news. February 2nd. Groundhog Day. Puxatani Phil did not see his shadow. Whoa, 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 whoa. How could he do that? Well, I guess it's the opposite way, right? Yeah, so it's two hours earlier. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is... Uh, what's so the, it's the, the light? 
When do they do I it? I think they do it like around 7 a.m. their time. Like, so 5 a.m. here. It is still dark. No, but Yeah, but I think as soon as it gets light, they do it out there. Okay. But right. uh, that means an early spring, or as uh, Brandy and Aurora says, is it just me or does early spring just mean more snow for Colorado? But happy Groundhog Day. Yes. Ned Ryerson. <laughs> hey, by the way, by the way, I came up with what uh, I think, Mike, is a brilliant strategy for being in New York. What's that? Well, I had to tell my wife. I was like, first off, babe, if I happen to die on the streets of New York and they empty my pockets to get information and I got a pocket full of ones, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not traveling around to undesirable locations. I figured it out. I just get myself a bunch of ones and I, I'm stacked in like 2 or $3 at a time. And every time I get solicited from bums, I just hand them <laughs> and I just keep walking. <laughs> They call it the homeless people. They say, boom, boom, boom. That way you don't even, you just go. I, I'm right in my pocket. I'm in New homeless. York City? Really? Yeah. 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 That, but it was great. It was great. So you don't have to say, hey, no, I'm sorry. Or I don't have any cash. I just go, boom, here, go. And I just keep walking. I don't even stop. Very generous of you. I don't know that it's generous, but it did. It, it does save you time. I, okay. Brilliant. Okay. Saves you time. Okay. On this, uh, is it just me, a Friday? Is it just me, or will Tom Brady revolutionize color commentating? Play-by-play guy stuffed on third down. Brady never speaks. They just show a picture of Tom smiling. Yes. I love Tom Brady. That'll be fun. Think he'll be good at it? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I know he'll be prepared. But being prepared and being good, like, there's a lot of guys who aren't prepared that are really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, Tony's good. Come Mike on. Evans just punched a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me? Here's a, here's one from uh, from me. Is it just me, or did we see some recruiting going on yesterday? What happened? So the NHL, the way that they do it, they divvy up the uh, All Star game into these uh, four All Star teams. And they have like four captains, and the captains pick their guys, and you know they they square off in like a little round robin tournament, that kind of thing, right? So Team McKinnon, uh-huh. Nathan McKinnon had a team, mm-hmm. and he got to pick guys. His first pick was Sidney Crosby. Mm-hmm. Now the two of them have a, a relationship from uh, from where they're from, but but right. I can't help but wonder and hope that perhaps. With Pittsburgh on the outs right now in the playoff chase, that maybe Nathan McKinnon is using this weekend as a chance to recruit Sid the Kid. Sid the Kid to say is not leaving Pittsburgh. Well, wait a minute now. I you would have said the same thing years ago about Ray Bork leaving Boston, and we all know what happened there. My point being that hey, if if Sid Crosby is destined to leave Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh understands their run is over mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they need to rebuild and that the smartest way to start the rebuild and also to be cool to Sid is to give Sid a chance to win another cup which hasn't won in a while what better place in Colorado I just wonder if there's been any if there'll be discussions this week that's all let me ask you this. And the fact that they're on the same team? I like the, I, I mean, I like the conspiracy it, okay, theory. Okay, good, good, good. But why do we have to, why is the game East versus West, why is that not good enough anymore? 
why do we have to do these stupid little tournaments and, oh, you get to pick your guy and I get to pick my guy and... Like what? Is, why? Why is that? It, eventually, you know what happens if you start doing stupid stuff like that. You get the Pro Bowl games. Oh my God! Did you see that last night, dude? We're playing. We're playing dodgeball. Dodgeball. <laughs> uh, so, you know, just accuracy competition yeah. for the quarterbacks. Uh, you know, see, can you catch a punt while you're holding four other footballs? That kind of thing. <sighs> But the players seem to love it. I, apparently, yeah. I mean, yeah. Here's your punt. Here's your punt game. How many can you catch? Oh, look at oh yeah. Miles Killebrew caught a makes an unreal catch in Pro Bowl games. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh my gosh. But you know what? You'll probably get a better TV rating than the World Series got. It it will, but it's just is. It's just dumb. The whole thing is dumb. Well, the NBA, at least to their credit, this this year they're going back to the traditional Eastern Conference versus Western Conference, Good. which is fine. There, there is one solution for the NBA and the NHL. What's that? That would make the All-Star game meaningful, worth watching, and the players would actually go at it hard. U.S. versus the world. You have, can you imagine an NBA All-Star game made up of U.S. guys versus international guys? Because you know the international guys would come to play, Jokic, Luca. I've got one. Jamal. I've got okay. And just have U.S. versus the world. I like that. And I will also say that there's one other thing that you have to do to incentivize. Is it just a little bit more? U.S. versus the world in a winner take all. So whatever the prize money is, only the winners get prize money. That's how I I I said they, they asked me years ago ESPN when we had the Pro Bowl how can we fix it winner take all guys who win the game get fifty grand a piece the guys who don't get nothing get nothing they had their room paid for in Hawaii but you know you're bringing you know you're bringing your wife your kids your in laws I mean I I played that game before a real game eventually a real game breaks out by the middle of the third quarter and you're actually watching real football. Is it just me, or are there a lot of crybabies in the NBA, players crying about the 65-game rule when they agreed to it? You know, honestly, I haven't heard the players complaining about it. I've heard some media types, especially those that are in the bag for Joel Embiid, complaining all of a sudden now, why do we have this 65-game rule? That seems dumb. Well, okay, then give me a number. Give me a number that you think is a fair number that a player should have to play in to be able to win a major postseason award. What are you? What are you gonna? What are you gonna say? Oh, he only has to play in forty. Yeah, forty-five. 15. I I think this is a. I, I love this. I love the fact that now nah, this is a number that can be readjusted as we move forward. But the fact that they're saying, hey, out of an eighty-two game schedule, is it asking too much that you play in 65 of the 82? We're allowing you to miss 17 games while you're making, you know, $30, $40 million a year. We're allowing you to miss 17 games and you can still be eligible to win a major postseason award. I think that is beyond fair. And uh, by the way, Joel Embiid now with um, uh, torn meniscus, he'll be out indefinitely. He's he's not going to be eligible. So no. scratch him off the list. So I... I got to ask, who is Nikola Jokic's competition for the MVP now? Well, it's the uh, it's the cat and 
in uh, Oklahoma City, right? Yeah, SGA. SGA? Isn't that the number one guy? Giannis will eventually, you know, once Doc starts weaving his magic out there, <laughs> once Doc gets him, you know, gets yeah. his system. Yeah, because once he gets his systems in there, we're going to have systems. Yeah. Once he get that, then it's going to be watch out. Watch out. Giannis is just going to be whew, skyrocket. Well, Jokic is in a great position to actually cruise to an MVP. Sure. Because his his major obstacle has pretty much taken himself out of the running. Enjoy LMB. Let me what check really quick. Pay, what do you've got paid by the game? Like you had oh yeah. A certain amount of your salary is guaranteed to injury. But like half of it is a prorated per game. So every game you miss because, you know, of load management or whatever, you just don't get paid that night. That part. Sounds you see wonderful. A lot of, you, you see a lot of guys playing 82 sounds games. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it, Mark? It sounds awesome. Well, you know what that is? That's the NFL. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, that's the NFL. That's why the NFL is so so great. Nikola Jokic right now is the uh, heavy, heavy MVP favorite. Uh, I'm looking at one site He's minus one forty. Uh huh. Which means you um, spend a hundred. You spend one forty to get a hundred. Yeah. The next closest is uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander, SGA from Oklahoma City. He's at plus two fifty. So putting up a hundred will get you two fifty. Two fifty, and then you got to go all the way to Luca. His at, name is Luca. At plus six fifty. So the difference between Jokic at one and Luka at three is from minus 140 to plus 650. That's a big gap. So right now, Nikola Jokic be a should, should and probably will be MVP. a three-time MVP. Wow. Sounds cool, huh? Jinxie, no! Could have been a four-time MVP. Should have been. Yes, you're, you're, exactly, you're exactly right. The uh, Morning Brew. Coming your way next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Great news, Mark. I know you take this very seriously. Yes. Nathan McKinnon. Yes. Named the number one star for the month of January in the NHL. Number one. And he had 12 goals and 14 assists, 26 points, over the Avs' 12 games in the month. They went 9-3. and three. So this is now back-to-back months for McKinnon as the league's number one star, which you put a lot of credence in. Number, number two? Number no. two. Number three? No. Uh-uh. We don't celebrate red ribbons in my house. They get trashed. You don't eat that night. <laughs> so uh, good for him, man. That's awesome. So I mentioned how Nikola Jokic right now is a heavy favorite uh-huh. to win the NBA MVP. Well, check this out. McKinnon and Tampa's Nikita Kucherov are in a dead-even heat for best MVP Hart Trophy odds in the NHL. And then the next closest person is Connor McDavid at plus 3,300. Wow. So it is, it's either Kucherov or McKinnon. So... Now, is it just me? Is it just me Friday? Is it just me? Or it's looking pretty good for Denver to become the uh, first city since Los Angeles in 1989 
to have both a NHL and NBA MVP in so, the same so same city, same this, time. What's the Kucherov guy done? I mean, you're, you're averaging two points a game in the month of January. You had 26 points on right on 12 games. Yes, you're nine and three. Well, Kucherov is having a good year too. When it comes to uh, scoring in the NHL, Kucherov actually has one more point than McKinnon, 85 to 84. So uh, these two are far and away. We call him Cooch. These two are far and away, and Kucherov, of course, with all the success uh, with Tampa with their Stanley Cups and McKinnon, what he's done. So it should be a a tight race the rest of the way between those two. Ah, You got to watch out for McDavid, though. He's sneaky. (laughs) He's got the Canadian vote. (laughs) Next on the uh, morning brew, Jamal Murray, not an all-star, as the reserves were named yesterday. Not really a surprise with some of the time he's missed this season. Uh, it is is not being an all-star yet. How much, if at all, does that get held against Murray and his lot in the NBA, his standing, his status, his legacy? I don't, you know, interestingly enough, the all-star thing, sometimes you're just you know, jammed in a position where there's a bunch of good dudes that score a lot more. They, they're not winning championships, but they're scoring a lot more, right. and they're the, the focal point. The focal point of your team is, one, it's team that is two-man game, and it's and it's the Joker. The, the game runs through the Joker. So, you know, at the end of the day, you always get kind of measured because people forget about how many all-star appearances you've had, but... Hey, man, this team feels to me like they're more about winning championships than they are about all-stars and building a dynasty. So I, I think it'll be motivating. I don't think it's one of those things you sit and, and fret about, but I think it'll be motivating. Well, I think what happens is this, is that, sure, for All-Star Weekend, you know, the people who are NBA fans will will fixate on who's there and will probably not even think about who's not there. But you know what's going to happen come June when all the whole NBA world is watching the NBA mm-hmm. Finals? Correct. People are going to be watching Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, but they're going to be watching Murray just be a cold-blooded assassin out there in big playoff games like he has proven to be here. Mm-hmm. And the whole NBA world is going to be like, that's the guy. That's the guy yeah. I want when it comes time to win a championship. Right. A couple of the NBA guys I know that, you know, that I, that I ask questions to about the NBA, they're all like, dude is, that dude is, like, he's him. That guy can play. So, listen, man, he, he's not getting the recognition he probably deserves, but that's all right. Next on the Morning Brew, George Payton uh, not at the Senior Bowl. Now, Cecil is going to join us coming up two hours from now at 8.30. George Payton not at the Senior Bowl. Is that a big deal? Does that tell you anything? Why would he not be at the Senior Bowl? Like, why would he not be there? Because the new guy, Chris Ray, I guess it's Rager, by the way. Rager? It's, it's not Rage. It's Rager. Rager. So, the guy who came from New Orleans? Yeah. Peyton will delegate, or is delegating... In-person scouting. They do have nine scouts at the game. All right. Yeah. And everything is filmed. So, yeah, George is going to have a chance to look at all of that. So, would you rather have George be there? Or is it better to put all the responsibility in the hands of all these 
scouts and VP of player and co- college personnel that you're you're grooming. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it's that big a deal. Like you said, you will watch. You know, you will watch all the reps, all the film, all that kind of stuff. Which he's, yeah, that's what he does. So yeah, I don't think it's that big a deal. It just sounds. It's it, initially it sounds like a big deal, but I think it's not that. I big don't deal. think it's a big deal, but the optics aren't great. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah. For a guy who we already wonder just how much juice do you have in the organization, and is it eroding by the day? The fact that you're not there just seems to justify that. That your juice is, uh, you're limited. Your juice, you're running out of juice. Limited. Uh, finally on the morning brew, we have a number of um, Bronco and Denver sports heavyweights playing in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am this weekend. Really? You know, where the pro golfers are mixed, uh, paired with, a, with, a, with an amateur Right. Celebrity or whatever, and they play the whole weekend again. Uh-huh. It's not just a, a pro-am on like a Wednesday. So uh, let's see. Uh, Greg Penner is playing with uh, Sunjay M. They are currently at five under, tied for 26th. Cam Davis is playing with Josh Kroenke. They're at minus four, tied for 37th. Ooh. Um, and Condoleezza Rice and Maverick McNeely are at uh, even par, tied for 75th. So apparently you just have to have a whole boatload of money to play in the pro. Correct. Okay, that's what Great it comes to. It's but not you know, really about years. celebrity. It's well, more about how much cash you have. Yeah, I guess so. But remember, it was always kind of famous in the back, in the day for Bill Murray and sure. uh, Ray Romano would yeah. always be, you know, yucking it up. But they're not there. It seems like uh, it's lost some of its, its fun. Mm-hmm. It's gone corporate. Stop me if you've heard that before. That'll yeah. do it for the uh, morning brew where that you uh, each and every morning. At 6.30. It's an Is It Just Me Friday, and uh, I've got one for you, uh, in addition to the ones you send us. Is it just me, or was I on to something when I laid out my off-season Broncos quarterback plan? That's next. Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. But good chance. I think it's gonna happen this weekend. What's that? The foot the footloose oh. smear campaign will come to an end. Yeah. Because uh, it just seems like the, the perfect weekend. Uh, it's gonna be a little snowy and rainy and uh no football. Alright, you said something. So I might watch it. I yeah. might for the first time ever I might watch the original Footloose. My my wife is buggy. She goes, we gotta have like a little What's your dog's name? Lulu. Lulu how does she feel about this? Lulu I, I I think is really, really desperate for me to watch Footloose. Yeah, she's gonna curl up. I, I you know what, you mentioned something about a Harvard study about dogs' dreams. Yeah, so a Harvard study This is Harvard now, so mm-hmm. it's gotta be right. Uh, Harvard study dictated that determined that dogs, when they dream, most often dream of their owners. Now, how would you figure that out? <laughs> Seriously, read the study. I'm sure it's in the New England Journal of Medicine or something like that. Well, how you how do you know? Do you ask the dog? Well, did you good boy dream about? Or did you, did you good boy dream about me? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read the study. I just saw the headline. I was like, oh, that's cool. It's nice to know. Yeah, I think they're just trying to make you feel better about yourself. 
Dogs are awesome, though. It is great, though. How would how would they figure that out? They, they, how do they figure that out? I got, can't figure that out. But you know out. what? Now I got to read the study. You can't figure that out. There's no way you could figure that out. I don't know. I don't know. Is it just me? Is it just me Friday? Is it just me? Or am I onto something when I laid out my off-season plan for the Broncos, a quarterback position? Okay, lay it on me. So I said, keep Jared Stidham, mm-hmm. sign Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. and then instead of drafting in the middle round a developmental quarterback, right. said use that middle round pick on a quarterback in need of rehab. And I specifically said Mac Jones. Right. So my idea was Stidham, Darnold, competing for the job. Mac, Mac. getting his football rehab behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you have many more options than where you started from to find a quarterback. And two of them are former first-round picks. Correct. So that was my idea. Mm-hmm. When I brought up the idea of Mac Jones, people were like, no, 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 not Mac. No, he's washed. Well, this uh, article was uh, sent to me in 2021. By the way, you'll remember this. Uh, The article says Sean Payton Saints were really high on Mac Jones. The Saints reportedly attempted to jump ahead of the Patriots, who owned the 15th overall pick, in the 2021 NFL draft, and their move was to select Jones. They ultimately couldn't find a trade partner. Jones landed in New England. And this, again, this article is right before a Patriots-Saints matchup that you called. I did, yeah. You called that game. I did call that And Sean Payton, then the New Orleans coach, is quoted uh, in talking about his impressions of Mac Jones, quote, I think positive, really positive. He was someone that we're really high on. I think he processes information fast. At Alabama, if you watch closely his tape, the ball comes out. Decisions are made fast. I think he sees the field horizontally as well as vertically. He has the arms. He has the arm to make the throws that you want. His decision-making and processing are where I felt were really strong suits with him, and I think he's handling it well. Interesting. And I, think, I go back to Joel Klatt telling us, what, in his belief, Sean wants, he wants a quarterback who's like a point guard. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing that, that resonates no. with me in that article is that, you're right, I did call that game, and I remember talking to both Belichick and Josh Daniel, Josh McDaniels, and them raving about not only his capacity for information and his study habits and his work ethic, but also how... There was nothing at the line of scrimmage that he couldn't check out of, that he had complete and total autonomy to check out of things and to put them in the right play. Now, of course, that relationship is soured, but that's going to happen when you decide you don't need offensive coordinators and, you know, you're going to buck the trend and you're going to change the way football is done. Um, And that, you know, obviously did not work. And then I don't know, like, I don't know what the relationship with the – you know, what was it, what was their coordinator this year, uh, Bill O'Brien? I don't know. Like, I don't know how that has gone on. Maybe he was just done with New England. Maybe he's just like, man, I need to get out of here. This is not a good place anymore. Because it was like, th- there was definitely reports about Belichick not being happy with him, wanting him gone. But, 
So I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I love I love your plan. Just remember, you go back to you go back to Nick Foles. Nick Foles was leaving the league to to go into ministry when Andy Reid called him and said, "Come to Kansas City, get yourself a year of football rehab." Goes to Kansas City, gets his football rehab. I think he was playing behind Alex Smith at the time. Gets his football rehab, then goes to Philadelphia. Carson Wentz gets hurt, and they got a statue of the guy up outside the vet now because they won the Super Bowl behind Nick Foles. I'm not I'm not guaranteeing that this answers your long-term issue for the Broncos at quarterback, but it, it would seem to me that you all you're giving up is is free agent money for Darnold, uh-huh. a mid-round pick for Squishy Mac, and you're getting two guys that were first-round picks for a reason, and you still get to keep your 12th overall pick to get a stud football player rather than... Instead of all that, just taking Bo Nix. Right. So instead of, so on one hand, you get Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. With my plan, you get Sam Darnold, Mac Jones, and the 12th overall pick. You tell me what makes more sense. Oh, that definitely makes more sense. And I wouldn't, hey, listen, I wouldn't be tied to Stidham. No, no. I mean, no. you could go Mac Jones, you could go Sam Darnold, and you could still draft the guy in the second round. If you like maybe this uh, Pratt kid, Chris Pratt would be awesome here. The point being, until you find your guy, uh-huh. create a quarterback factory. Yeah. Have have three, four, five quarterbacks in your, in your system that you're developing. And this notion that, well, you can't have that many quarterbacks because quarterbacks get sensitive and they need the confidence so to know stupid. they're the man. Screw so that. Stupid. Screw so that. Stupid. Right? Exactly. Why does everybody else have to play by the rules? By the way, Chris Pratt, if he wore the Guardians, the Lord, the uh, Star-Lord costume yeah. yep. Yep. while he was playing quarterback That'd here, be awesome. that would be awesome. That would Or if he wore that like uh, mask that he wears. Yeah. While he was playing quarterback. Right. You know, and he could put it on his face and then he... You, you know, see ghosts. He see all the ghosts and stuff. He see all the ghosts. He can see where the blitz is coming from, yeah. where the open guy is. Let's rock. That would be awesome. Plus it lights up, makes different right. lights and noises and stuff like that. That'd be cool. Plus he can shoot lasers. Oh, yeah. Forget about throwing lasers. <laughs> Shooting <laughs> lasers. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> It's like having Drew Locke and, and, and Jonathan Gannon <laughs> all at once. Get them all here. Oh, my goodness. So just something to file away that uh-huh. uh, Sean Payton and the Saints were uh, ready to draft Mac Jones back in the day. So let's just keep an eye on that. Four down territory is coming up. Ah, justice has been served. Tell you what happened next.